episode 983, Captain Kirk does some space work and other news. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Christian, bringing you theology at warp speed. I'm Matt Anderson. And I am Ben Bono. Hello, Ben. Man, we're, we're doing the news here, but... I- my mind is in a different place. Do you want to hear what I'm thinking about? You're thinking about James Bond? I am. James Bond, everybody. In just a few minutes, well, in about an hour, Ben's going to leave this house. I'm going to leave this house. We're going to head to the local movie theater, and we're going to go watch No Time to Die. Because it, no it is time to die. It is I almost said No Time to Kill. Yeah. No Time to it Die. It is time for No Time to Die time. It is. That's what we should have called this. We could call the review. that's what the episode yeah, is called. Been, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so excited. I know. Me too. I, so last, very excited. You've you've put more work into it. You've been rewatching the Daniel Craig movies. I watched the documentary you recommended that's yeah. on Apple TV did Plus. You, did you like it? Yeah, it was great for me. Actually, I watched it just last night. I feel like it was a good refresher for me. I mean, I've seen these movies yeah. multiple times, each of them, but yeah, good to kind of uh, get a history of the franchise. I learned some things I n- I didn't know about it. But right. Since you had read that book, you probably knew most of the facts. Is I, that true? I, I don't think there was anything too new mm-hmm. there. I mean, they they dug into quite a bit the whole controversy of right after he finished Spectre, he said, I'd rather slip my wrist yes. than play Bond again. He, I, he really underplayed. Like when he explained, though, what he meant there, it really was downplayed from what that yeah. quote seems like. I mean, I get it, though, because it is a very physical role, and mm-hmm. he's 50. He's in his 50s mm-hmm. now. Uh, it, so he's he's getting up there, but I'm glad we get him for one more. The reviews uh, the reviews coming in with it seem good. Not Skyfall or Casino Royale good, but better than Quantum or Spectre. And I like Spectre more than most people do. So I, I'm predicting that this will be the middle... Okay. Uh, of the pack for him. I think it's going to be better than Quantum, easy, uh, better than Spectre, which I like, but it has some problems, uh, but I don't expect this to be at the level of a Casino Royale or Skyfall. And you know what? That is okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I feel like that should, we should have done that for the intro part. Yeah, well, we're going to have that, that same conversation. Right, so we'll come back to that in a couple episodes. Uh, let's see. Ben, news. Let's talk about Star Trek. We never talk about Star Trek. Yeah, because it's, it's awful. You hate it. I have... Well, I, well, as a kid, I watched a lot of Next Generation, some Deep Space Nine, almost no Voyager, sorry, uh, Enterprise, almost no Enterprise, some Voyager, and then the original series, surprisingly, I, I, I'm I, trying to think, maybe less than 10 episodes. Yeah, it's, uh, it has not aged well. So I've always been interested in watching the original series, but I, know, I haven't taken the time. Well, if you try, your interest might plummet rapidly. So guess what's happening on October 12th of this year, just a few days from as we record. We're, we're finally getting rid of William Shatner. Uh, Jeff Bezos is going to do us all a favor. So do you hate William Shatner? I don't think I knew that. I don't know that I hate him, but he does come across as very arrogant, which I think is part of his gimmick. Oh, yeah. So, I think it's just, a, it's just like, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean. I, I think it's like, he plays a character like you play. You play a character. I know what you're going to say. I think you play a character, and I think he's probably played a character. I don't know. I have never met William Shatner. I don't have any personal feelings one way or another about him. But this is interesting that he is going to be joining the Blue Origin Space Travel Program as one of those kind of astronauts. Like, not celebrity astronauts. What do they call them? Civilian. He's like, he's... I think they're still astronauts, aren't they? I guess they have to be by definition, but it's... He didn't really put in the work. Can I can I say that I'm not... You know, I don't really like Jeff Bezos, okay. what he stands for, and I order tons off of Amazon, so I guess I'm a hypocrite. But I love the fact 
that we are getting back into space. Okay. Yes. I think it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen people say, oh, the billionaires playing with space and everything. Oh, that's evidence they have too much money. Well, it's actually a good thing. Like, you, humanity has to, at some point, become an interplanetary species. And I'm not saying this is it, but clearly you need these interim steps. So I, I think this is wonderful. Get actually. this. Yeah, this is interesting. William Shatner will be 90 years old when he goes into space, making him the oldest astronaut in history. William yeah. Shatner. I mean, it's kind of cool that it's Captain Kirk. Well, and think of how amazing that is, that sending a 90-year-old person into space is now realistic. Yes. Like that's in a short wild. amount of time. In a short amount of time. So, I yeah. Mean, but, yeah, I didn't know he was that old. I'll be interested to watch this. So we're recording here, not on a normal night. We're recording on Thursday. So uh, it's October 7th, and just in five days, we're going to find out if this was a good idea or not. <laughs> Do you think they'll strap Leonard Nimoy's ashes into the seat next to him? Uh, I mean, it's a good joke. I'm just all of a sudden I started thinking, was he cremated? I don't even know what his situation was. It seems like he would like. I think you're overthinking the joke. It seems like maybe it would be a good place to cast the ashes of a Star Trek uh, cast member. All right. Well, Ben, let's go on to the next news. You said you had something about uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, I have that. do you want a, a viewing recommendation first? Yes, I've enjoyed those. So, and this one might not be for you, but I, I watched Squid Game. Yeah, this well, week. you and I have been talking a lot over Facebook about this. Thanks to our friend uh, Dave. Yeah, our friend and no, Patreon Dave. supporter David Hunt. Yeah, David. Uh, he recommended it to us, so I went and watched it. Um, uh, before the conversation started, did you actually have an interest in watching this? It's so weird, but that very day. My wife asked me if I'd heard of it because she's a high school teacher and some of her students have been talking about it. Yeah. And I didn't know a thing about it. So she kind of clued me into the general idea. And just with the the little bit that she had heard about it, it basically sounded like Hunger Games. Is that essentially what it is? Hunger uh, Games? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, there's kind of that battle royale yeah. premise in there. I guess you could think of it as Hunger Games and Parasite. So to answer your question, was I interested? Very mildly. Not extremely. Although when David brought it up i thought okay well if he's i i usually like what he likes so if he's recommending it i'll look into it but then you mentioned it's very gory very gory about it which i hate yeah you would not like uh you would not like it yeah so like you know the premise when and i won't give anything away but i think everybody knows the basic premise is that all these people are are brought to a place where they're playing games for uh, a very large financial prize uh, but it turns out that if you lose at the games, you die. Mm-hmm. So the first game is red light, green light. Well, people know that if you t- – the traditional version of red light, green light, if you move on red light, uh, you have to go back. Well, in this version of red light, green light, if you move on red light, you are shot. So that's So think about different. that. But it's you're recommending it. Not to you. Okay. I'm recommending it to other people because I think it's really well made. It's intense. Uh, I think it, there's some thematic interest in there, which is where I bring in the parasite comparison, if you know, kind of where that was going with class divide, all of that. Uh, but it's, it was really good. Uh, the one the one knock I have against it, and I'm I'm going to be vague here, so I don't give anything away. But eventually, there are some English speaking characters in it. And Netflix, I don't blame the filmmakers for this because obviously Korean's their native language. Netflix needed to help them with a rewrite there because the, the the English dialogue sounds like somebody went on Google Translate 
and typed in a Korean phrase. Wait, so did you watch the dubbed no, version? No, no, no. Or the I'm subtitle? saying I watched the subtitled version. But there are eventually English speaking characters okay. who show up in the show, and their dialogue. But not native. Are you bent. saying not native English speakers? No, they're native English speakers. But whoever the screenwriters were not native English speakers, and it shows. Okay, got it. And I don't blame them for that. I'm saying that Netflix, when they bought this, should have paid for an English speaking screenwriter to help them with those scenes. Just like you know, I wouldn't do a good job writing a Korean series. Probably, maybe I would. Maybe I, mean, I would. Don't sell yourself short. You have <laughs> True. no idea. Uh, I watched Gladiator recently for our things to rewatch by episode 975. So this is the only reason I bring this news up. The sequel talk is still happening. And according to Ridley Scott, they're going to be ready to go with that Gladiator sequel after a movie called Kit Bag. K-I-T-B-A-G. I saw this. So the question in my mind is, is this a sequel to Gladiator or is this the sequel to Gladiator? Because you know the infamous sequel that's been out the there. The time travel sequel. The time travel sequel. So is this that? Or is it we're doing a sequel to Gladiator, but not the crazy one that's been running around the internet for years? I think it has to be the crazy one. I mean, we can hope. Yeah. We can hope. I will say, I, I think that if you want an actual good movie, that's probably not the route to go. But it's so wild that yeah. I, I want to see it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say just by description I'm interested, but yeah, I would watch it just to see what they do. It does not sound like it would be successful. So no. for people who haven't been on the internet in the last 15 years or so, the proposed Gladiator sequel is, is, is something akin to Maximus being reincarnated in every major war mm -hmm. up until the present. Yeah. So you're going to see Maximus in the Crusades, and you're going to see Maximus in the Civil War, you're going to see Maximus in Vietnam, which, again, sounds terrible. This sounds like a very bad idea, but it also sounds amazing. So like, you, you just have to watch it. We're here tonight about to go to James Bond on opening night. Is Gladiator 2 an opening night viewing for us? We'll have to see how it develops. All right. Uh, but speaking of things that do not sound good, yes. uh, this is a great segue into the Andrew Lloyd Webber news. So Andrew Lloyd Webber, of course, the, the uh, fellow who wrote Cats, the yep. musical, was yep. asked for his thoughts on uh, uh, on the, the movie. I and imagine he, said, he loved it. He said it was so bad he instantly went out and bought a dog, <laughs> <laughs> which is very funny, which uh. is very funny. But so I, I've avoided the joke. He said he never bought a dog before in his life. <laughs> he instantly <laughs> became a dog person. Uh but let's let's hear this quote from me. He says, Cats was off the scale all wrong. Agreed so far. There wasn't really any understanding of why the music ticked at all. I saw it and I just thought, oh God, no. It was the first time in my 70 odd years on this planet I went out and bought a dog. Uh, so the one good thing to come out of it is my little Havanese puppy. I just want to say... I think the problems with Cats go deeper than that they didn't get the music right. There might have been some flaws in the original idea. So I just want to say, Andrew, th there is blood on your hands for this. So let's not point the, you know, you point one finger, you got four uh, pointing back at you. That, that, yeah. So And Cats is a movie you've now seen twice. I, I have. I can't believe it. Uh, I only have one piece of news left. What do you got left? I have two pieces of Let's news. Let's do it. Which one? Take it away. Okay. Uh, the Batman sequel is getting a green light. 
This is the same trick you were talking about last week, I think, mm-hmm. where it's just now this is just a marketing play. Yeah. All right. Uh, and my last piece of news is James Bond related, so let's have that be last news. Oh, okay, of the good. Day. Well, my last piece of news is a TV show you've been enjoying. I haven't watched it yet, although I do plan to. Foundation has been renewed for season two at Apple TV Plus, so the numbers must be good there. I have now finished book three, and I don't think we'll have time tonight. Originally, when we were going to record on Tuesday, we were going to do a quick uh, part two to our Foundation series where I would talk about book three. That Foundation series is kind of all over the place. Whatever book we're at, when we decided to talk about it, yeah, that's what part we're at. So it could be multiple parts. could right. be two more parts. I have no idea. So uh, we'll discuss second Foundation eventually. But Ben, you're happy about Foundation being yeah, renewed? Yeah, I haven't watched the most recent episode because uh, I was watching Squid Game. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, when I was watching Squid Game, I'm also, as I said last week, watching Ted Lasso. And I was initially switching between them that was too thematically that was that was a bit of a tonal whiplash so i had to stop doing that yeah that's crazy i had to go all in on squid game uh well let's do last news here we go let me get the last news music ready last news of the day bond james bond uh, so this is this quote's been being thrown around and i think taken out of context a little bit so ben wishaw who plays Q, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, uh, has, he's being quoted as saying that the next entry has got to do something radically different. And I think people are holding that up as he's ripping on the current iteration mm-hmm. of Bond. But if you read his quote, what he's saying is not quite that. What he's saying is what I've said throughout our James Bond episodes, which is that the Bond series has always been about doing things radically different. What makes the Bond series so interesting is that you have this relatively small set of tropes and elements and things, you know, the evil of genius and the villain's lair and the girls and the cars and the guns and all of this, but they're constantly remixed, remixed in different ways. And so he's right. Like I've loved Daniel Craig's run. I, I, you can argue it's the best run in the series. And I think there's some strong arguments for that. Certainly two of the best movies that came out of it. Uh, but do I want the next Bond to just be Daniel Craig part two? No. Like The fun of the series is that even within a single actor's run, there's this tonal divergence so that, you know, they go from Spy Who Loved Me to Moonraker to For Your Eyes Only. It's, it's like it's all over the board. And that's what's fun about it. Good. So I, I agree with him. I also agree. And again, I can't wait to go see this movie next. So here's what the schedule is going to look like. You're hearing the news now. Next episode is going to be our review of uh, No Time to Die. So we'll do the intro here and then we'll do an on the site recording i don't know maybe if we decide to we'll do a follow-up episode next week again at the mics because i don't think you're coming here at 10 30 tonight are you no okay so yeah that'll yeah, be, it's a long movie i know three hours or so two hours and 45 minutes so okay well that's all from here i'm matt edison and you know we have to sit through the credits you know is there something at the end of the credits there is it the- says james bond will return oh okay We'll, we'll definitely watch that. We'll see how tired we are. I'm Matt Anderson with the Cypher Christians signing off. Ben DuVono. Just because I want to sit through till that doesn't mean that I don't think mid-credit scenes suck. And you're a fool for sitting through the credits to get to them. All right. Goodbye. Rank hypocrisy. <laughs>